Hi, I'm Danielle. And I'm Haley. And you're listening to Mickey with Minis. We're giving you real-life advice for exploring Walt Disney World with Littles in tow from two sisters who've done it and lived to tell the tale. You can make sure you don't miss a minute of Disney fun by subscribing to the podcast wherever you like to listen to them or by following Mickey with Minis on social media. Would appreciate a like or a review if you're so inclined. And if anything you hear inspires you to start dreaming about your own Disney adventure, you can also support the show by using me, Danielle, as your travel advisor. Just reach out to us at mickeywithminis at gmail.com so you can get planning. But for now, get your ears on, buckle that park bag, and double knot those sneakers because we're off to the parks. Hello there, friends. Thank you for listening. I hope you're all staying healthy. Um, We are uh, not so much staying healthy. (laughs) Uh, This season has been kind of brutal illness-wise, so it's just me again this week. Haley is finally well enough to do the podcast, but the kids at her house have the flu, and two-thirds of the kids at my house have strep and COVID, and we just couldn't make our schedules align to record together this week. But Hopefully, she'll be back next week so you won't have to listen to me droning on all by my lonesome. I promise I'm not like holding her hostage or anything. She does still exist and hopefully we'll get our collective acts together to co-host again next week because it's way more fun when I do this with her. So So again, most of my house is sick, including my husband. So I am recording this later than I am usually awake after everybody else is asleep uh, just to avoid literally constant interruptions. So if I sound a little extra sleepy, that's why. And I'm also fighting strep. So if I sound a little funky, that's why. Thank you for bearing with us. I don't know if, is the winter like this in warm places? I have no idea. But up here, it's cold. Everything you do is indoors. We're all breathing on each other and everyone's just catching everything right now. So that's what's going on this winter in New England. Um, but I appreciate your patience with the whole thing. Um, I'm hoping that if you listen to a podcast called Mickey with Minis, you understand like family chaos and uh, and kind of know what's going on over here. So this week I wanted to chat about Epcot's Festival of the Arts, which opened last Friday, January 12th, and it runs through February 19th. So it's kind of a quick one. Um, Haley and I were at Epcot for this festival last year and Honestly, I might have loved it more than food and wine. Like, I'm kind of artsy, so that's kind of my thing. But it's really a great festival. Like, number one, you get a bunch of food booths. But the food is all, like, very specifically designed to be pretty. It's, like, very Instagrammable. It's super cute. Um, Number two... Food and wine used to have a ton of activities and like workshops and opportunities to get engaged with things, but those have really not come back since COVID. A lot of them have not. Um, This festival, you could literally spend a day just doing the engagement activities and do none of the rest of Epcot and you'd have a great day. And a lot of them are like totally free, which feels kind of rare for Disney these days. So this is like a really good one. Um... 
The other thing is, number three, it is nowhere near as busy as food and wine is. So if you have been down there for food food and wine on a weekend or even like a Thursday evening, it can get like a very, very crowded and also like kind of rowdy in a way that maybe you're not cool with. Um, The long weekends for Festival of the Arts can get kind of nutty, but it's definitely lower key. And so, you know, you can just kind of enjoy it at your leisure, which I I think is great. Um, So, okay. What do they have to offer at Festival of the Arts? So for 2024, what do we have for activities? Uh, There's a ton of activities, actually. So the first things first, you're going to want to get yourself a festival passport like you would for any Epcot festival. These are like little books. You can find them near the park entrance and they show you all of the food and drink options that are like specific to the festival. And then they also have a listing of entertainment and other stuff that's going on for the festival. So just good for like knowing what you're dealing with and getting around. But also this is going to be something you use for a different activity that I'll tell you about later. Um. A big festival activity for this one is the Paint by Numbers mural experience. This is so cool. It's over near um, the Imagination Pavilion um, at what they call the Expression Section. Uh, And this is totally free. It's usually like 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And basically, you get to paint a little teensy section of a huge mural that features a Disney scene. So like you get to do a little tiny piece of art and then it's part of the park for that, that whatever, you know, stretch of time that it's up there. They change these out. They change the murals out throughout the festival. So there's always something to work on. Um, and it's just really cool. And it's just kind of neat how like you can just like do one little square and then everyone else does one little square and then it makes a whole big picture. I think it's so fun. Um, Side note, uh, Disney Parks blog also released a cute little uh, color by number template to go along with the festival. Um, so I'll link that in the show notes. You can download it if you're into that kind of thing. I do have one kid home with COVID until Tuesday, so we will definitely be making use of that over here. Um Another cool activity uh, is the Animation Academy at the American Pavilion. Um, And you can go and you learn how to draw a Disney character from a Disney animator. So this is kind of like the animation experience at Animal Kingdom, if you've done that. Me and uh, my oldest did this and, like, absolutely loved it. So I would love to try this one. Um, They do it usually around, like, 1230 to 130. It's, like, 20 minutes long. They give you a clipboard and a paper and pencil and everything kind of everything you need. And again, totally free and just like a really cool way to engage with actual Disney animators. If you go online and just Google it, you can find out which animators are available. Um, If you have like, I don't personally have a favorite Disney animator at the moment, but if you do, you can go online and probably find out who's leading it and when. So that's kind of cool. Um, Okay. Brush with the Masters scavenger hunt. So this is basically like you search for Figment in each pavilion. And then if you find him everywhere, you win a prize. Uh, this one is one you have to purchase. You buy like the little map for $9.99. Um, but it's a really good way to keep the kids engaged while you're checking out the food booths or all the shopping opportunities. Um, Just kind of something for them to work on. And then there's like a little prize at the end, which is cute. 
Uh, okay, Festival of the Arts has a huge number of awesome photo opportunities. They have these like big life-size 3D recreations of um, like famous fine art paintings. And you can kind of put yourself in them and then like grab a photo. They don't, it's not usually a photo pass situation. So it's not like a Disney photographer is there usually, but you can kind of grab somebody walking by or someone who's in your party, but not interested in being in the photo to take the photo with your cell phone. So um, they have like little recommendations at each painting of how to pose. And it's stuff you'd recognize, like even if you're not an art buff, they have like the scream by, by like Edvard Munch. I can't imagine it's pronounced Munch. I think it's Munch. Edvard Munch. They have uh, Mona Lisa. They have like a whole Frida Kahlo situation. I'd love to get in on. It's just like super fun. Really great, like kind of souvenir-y photos. That's fun. They also have a whole bunch of great uh, magic shots. So if you track down a photo pass photographer in the park, they have a bunch of neat effect shots they can do for you. You can get like figment wings attached to yourself or like figment doing chalk, chalk art in front of you. It's really cute. Um, so that's definitely something to look out for. Um, they also have, this is a big one, chalk drawing. So they have like a whole bunch of chalk drawings on the sidewalk uh, done by professional artists. Some of them are 2D. Some of them are 3D. They're like all over the park. And then there are also some opportunities for kids to try chalk drawing as well. So um, over by World Showcase Plaza, like the bridge that goes over there, that's a place to check out and see if they have the kid chalk drawing going on. You can also just pop by and, and watch a, an artist being, you know, doing that kind of thing, which is cool. Um, just one thing to know is that chalk drawing is not rainy weather friendly. So this does not go on when it's like wet out. So I actually think they didn't do this on opening day this year because it was super rainy. So um, chalk would have washed right out. Um, this, oh, okay. This one is kind of wacky. Okay. They have these, it's spin art. If you remember this from being a kid, if you're my age, if you're from the 90s, if you were like seven in the 90s, uh, you probably had like a spin art kit. And it was like, you like spun this little thing and it sprayed paint all over a paper. So they have this. But what's cool is it's a bike. So they have stationary bikes and you hop on them and pedal. You get to pick out your paint colors. I think it's like four paint colors. And you hop on them and you pedal and the wheel sprays paint on a canvas for you, which is like very cool and fun. I think this one is an extra fee, although I did not write that down. I'm sorry, but um, that is another good one as well. They also have um, crazy face painting available. That's like around $25. So if you've been to Animal Kingdom and have seen any of the face painting there, it's kind of like that. Like this is not like a tween at a harvest fair drawing a cat on your face with like one face paint stick. This is like detailed and pretty and very artsy and cool. So that's another fun thing to check out. Okay. Festival of the Arts also has a whole bunch of cool entertainment. I guess the biggest one um, is the Disney on Broadway concert series. Um, and that brings like Broadway performers to the festival to perform songs from Disney musicals. So I'm a super theater nerd. And I would love to check this out. Uh, I went to NYU for musical theater, actually. And last year, someone I went to college with was one of the featured performers uh, 
Ariel Jacobs. She and her brother performed. They were both in Aladdin on Broadway. So I would have loved to see that, but I wasn't there that weekend. So um, they do have dining packages for these. So basically you can pay like a little bit more than you would for a regular meal to eat at a bunch of different Epcot restaurants. And you can do it all at different times of the day. And then you get a voucher for preferred seating at the show. Um, My sense of this is that it's not like super necessary. Like Candlelight Processional, you want a dining package for sure. Eat to the beat, depending on the performer, you definitely need a dining package if you want to get good seating. This one is like not quite that competitive for seating, I think. But um, if you're a huge fan of one of the performers and you don't want to stress about getting like really good seats, um, that's one good way to take that pressure off is to do a dining package. So that's something to look at. You can do it for usually any meal of the day that, that restaurant is open. It's a whole bunch of restaurants at Epcot. So something to think about. Um, another cool uh entertainment option at Festival of the Arts is Art Defying Gravity. This is like a little acrobatic performance. It happens a couple times a day. Um, I don't really know how to describe it. It's like very, <laughs> I want to say flexible, but my brain is saying bendy. Uh, I, I, as a side note, lived in China. I did a I did a tour of the Sound of Music in China right after college. I played a nun and we were housed in the same building as the single people from Cirque du Soleil. So Cirque du Soleil travels um, old school circus style and the families are put up in family housing and the singles are put up in a regular hotel. And we shared a hotel, the Sound of Music cast, with the Cirque du Soleil people and we called them bendy people. But that's kind of what this is. They're like very, very flexible, acrobatic. They're like, you know, it looks like somebody's holding someone else just by their pinky up in the air, that kind of thing. You can probably find this on YouTube if you want to check it out, but it happens around the park a couple different times a day and it's really, really cool. Um, another fun one is uh, visual art and performance. This is like a real-time performance of a visual artist. They're creating art but they're doing it sort of like dramatically and really fast. And you sort of see like the artwork come together um, right in front of your eyes. So that's a cool one. A big thing about Festival of the Arts is the shopping. Um, this is, I think, maybe my favorite part of the festival. They have a whole bunch of, just like for the other festivals, right? They have like a whole bunch of adorable, like colorful, specialized merch for this festival. Um, they have a whole, a lot of it's like very colorful. It's very like rainbow. I'm kind of rainbow obsessed. And so like, there's a lot of that going on here. I love that. But they also bring in a ton of artists who do like Disney and, uh, Disney adjacent art in all different styles. So they have tents for each of them and you can just kind of browse and shop. It's, it's everything from like fine art to like graffiti style, all different price points, very accessible. Like not like, not like you walk in and you're like, oops, I can't touch anything or like, yikes, I, I feel weird that I can't afford that. It's like very, very welcoming and, and totally fun and nice. Um, like in our house, we tend to not have a lot of Disney specific decor because it's kind of like colonial style. So um but we're renovating our attic and turning it into a master bedroom. And then 
an office slash music room because my husband and I are both uh, musicians and we have a lot of equipment. So um, we're hoping to put like a futon, a little TV up there. And I have this dream, like a vision of having a whole wall of just Star Wars stuff because we're totally obsessed. Um, So last year when we were at Festival of the Arts, it was right near John's 40th birthday. And I found this amazing Mandalorian print that was like very similar to the vibe of the the show and the concept art and kind of like the galaxy's edge concept art, which we also really love. Um, and so I got that for him as a 40th birthday surprise and uh, they shipped it home for me for a totally reasonable fee. He loved it. Um, and then Haley found the same artist. It got me this gorgeous princess Leia print for Christmas. And I did cry a lot, but that was totally fine. <laughs> um, Haley's also a big fan of Larry Dotson. He does like watercolors of all the resorts. So she has a handful of watercolors of um, Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is their home DVC resort. And I think the Polly as well. So go check all of those out. It's super amazing. And they also do like little moments throughout the festival where you can meet the artists. So there's a schedule online that you can check. And if you bought some of their art and you want to have it signed, that's an option as well. Super cool. Okay. Food. This is like, it's a little less expansive than food and wine, but I think there are like 16 booths this year and it's all specialized food and drinks. And what I think is really fun about this one is they're all designed really aesthetically. So a lot of the food you get, it's not just going to be like straightforward. It's going to be presented in a different way. It's going to be colorful. Um, just like really kind of, I don't know, fun and like a little bit different. So I went through the menus at every food booth and I'm going to tell you what I'd be getting if I were there. But before I jump into that, I just wanted to mention they also have something called the Wonderful Walk of Colorful Cuisine. This is kind of like a food scavenger hunt. They do something similar at Food and Wine, the other festivals. They basically have a list of seven food items and you can choose five to try. And then you take your festival passport with you. This is the one I mentioned about how you grab it near the entrance of the park. Um, You take that with you and you get it stamped when you purchase those items. And then once you've hit five, you can bring it over to the Deco Delights food studio and get a prize. Okay, here is what Danielle would be eating at each food booth. At the artist's table, I would be getting the duck and dumplings, which is smoked duck breast, ricotta dumplings, baby vegetables, and duck jus, which I think is like duck juice, which sounds gross actually now that I've said it, but I'm sure it's good. Um, At the craftsman courtyard, I would be getting the coffee old-fashioned cocktail. I'm a sucker for an old-fashioned. I'm a little snobby about it. But a coffee one sounds interesting. And then I thought maybe I should try to make that at home. So we'll see about that. At the Cuisine Classique booth, I would be getting probably the Gulf Stream Brewing Company, Some of All Colors IPA. I'm a big IPA fan, especially like a hazy or a double. I like them like bitter and very carbonated. So that would be fun to try. At Deco Delights, I would be after the Espresso Martini. Because, I mean, why not, really? At the deconstructed dish, I would be doing a deconstructed BLT, 
which is pork belly, onion bread pudding, watercress espuma, which I don't like that word, but that's fine, and tomato jam, which is very interesting to me. I do, I can't talk about deconstructed food without talking about the time, which I'm sure I've mentioned before, that I brought John to the Yachtsman Steakhouse and he ordered what he thought was a caprese salad and it was a deconstructed caprese salad and it was totally unrecognizable and the cheese had been blown up into a balloon and he was absolutely horrified and the the poor waiter was trying to explain it to him and it's just not his it's not his thing deconstructed anything is not John's thing it's very funny but this sounds great and um i mean onion bread pudding right you can't go wrong there so i would check that out okay el artista hambriento i would be getting the carne asada chipotle marinated beef sirloin grilled queso fresco nopales salad with queso fresco foam and chicharrones dust which i think that sounds lovely i'm i'm into that at figment's inspiration station i think i would have to go with the rainbow cake with freeze-dried skittles uh, bite-sized candies. I mean, again, I love the rainbow stuff. So I I don't have like a ton of a sweet tooth, but I'd probably take like a bite or two, but I think I'd have to try it. At Goshiki, I would be getting the Wagyu bun, which is a steamed bun filled with American Wagyu beef served with a green shiso sauce. So that sounds great. At Gourmet Landscapes, I would be all over the Verjou roasted beets with uh, goat cheese, petite lettuce, blackberry gastrique, which sounds fun, and uh, spiced pecans. I do love beets with goat cheese, so I think that would be really good. At Lart, (laughs) I'm saying this horribly, La La Art de La Cuisine Francaise, I would be definitely getting the frozen French martini, which is a Grey Goose vodka, a Chambord liqueur, pineapple, orange, and grape juices with a lemon-lime foam. That sounds like the kind of thing you want to grab right before the fireworks and maybe sip on while you're watching. Sounds good to me. At uh, Italy's Larte di Maggiare. I actually took both French and Italian and I can't speak in them. Very sorry about that. Uh, I would probably get the elderflower sparkling cocktail because I love elderflower And I also love blood orange. And this is mint infused elderflower liqueur, Prosecco and sparkling blood orange. And Haley is not here for this episode, but if Haley were on, she would say she was getting three because elderflower and blood orange are catnip for her. At the Painted Panda in China, I think I would get the General Tso's uh, chicken shumai. I do love shumai, so that sounds fun. At the Pastoral Palette, I would be getting the red wine braised beef short rib with parsnip puree, broccolini, baby tomatoes, and balsamic glaze. Um, You had me at parsnip puree. I love parsnips so much. And I often make like a um, filet mignon at home with a parsnip puree and also roasted broccolini. So this is like a little little Danielle special that they're doing at Epcot. So I would go for that one for sure. At Pop Eats, I would be getting the the tomato soup with pimento cheese, bacon, and a fried green tomato grilled cheese. So 
Last time when we were there, Haley got the regular grilled cheese and the tomato soup. It was very good. I am a little more adventurous on the food side than she is, and pimento cheese is fun. And I am obsessed with fried green tomatoes. I make them at home every summer. And I would probably take the bacon off, to be totally honest, because I'm really picky. I like my bacon to be like borderline burnt, like extra crispy. And I feel like that's not usually what people put on a sandwich. So I might just like take the bacon out, but that is what I would be getting there. And I think it would be delightful. Um, at Tangerine Cafe, I would go for the grilled kebabs with a carrot chickpea salad and the garlic aioli. That sounds like something John and I would like make for lunch at home. So that sounds fun. At Vibrante and Vivido, I would be going for the chorizo and potato empanada, the turmeric aioli and annatto aioli, which I don't actually know what that means, but I would try it for sure. Oof, I am stuffed (laughs) just thinking about this. Um, And I'm also very sleepy. So if you get to check out Festival of the Arts, I would love to hear what you think about it. Ping us via email at mickeywithminis at gmail.com. Or find us on social media. We're basically everywhere as Mickey with Minis. That is it for now. And I am headed to bed. So see you real soon.